Welcome to Data Protection Gumbo, Episode 8, and I am your host, Demetrius Malbro. Please follow me on Twitter at DMalbro, connect with me on LinkedIn, and also please consider joining my LinkedIn group, Backup and Recovery Professionals, which currently has about 16,000 professional members worldwide. Today on Data Protection Gumbo, I have the pleasure of speaking with Stephen Roden, President and CEO of Storage Pipe Solutions, located in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Storage Pipe provides online backup, data synchronization, and business continuity services. Stephen leads corporate and business development, as well as establishing strategic alliances with value-added partners and service providers. Stephen is an entrepreneur who started his first business at the age of 14 and is driven and excited by innovation. Stephen was president and co-founder of DaVinci Technologies, which was an early entrant in online customer service and was sold to CSG Systems in 2003. So without further ado, here is the interview with Mr. Stephen Roden. So can you just kind of give me a piece of information about Storage Pipe and just let us all know exactly what uh, Storage Pipe does? Sure, absolutely. Um, yeah, Storage Pipe has been around since 2001. We're actually one of the early pioneers in online backup and recovery. And uh, as you mentioned, we're headquartered uh, in Canada. Uh, I'm in Toronto, uh, and we uh, have been around, like I said, you know, in, in Canada for a while. But we've also expanded into the United States and internationally over a number of years. So we have uh, data centers both uh, in Canada and the United States and internationally. Uh, and we work with a number of partners uh, around our solutions as well. Storage Pipe is focused on, as I mentioned, online backup and recovery and cloud storage and synchronization. And we, we have two sides to our business. We have a direct side of our business where we work with direct customer wholesale model for partners. Okay, nice. So you, so you mentioned partners a couple times there. So you are an IBM business partner, is that correct? We are. We're an IBM business partner. And we're also a partner with several other you know, companies that we utilize uh, when we use third-party technology in some of our solutions. Okay, so can you go into some of the IBM type of systems that you partner with IBM on from a support and data backup and recovery perspective? Certainly. We, we use IBM Tivoli Storage Manager as a core component of our solutions. So we partner with IBM. We use some IBM technology when we're deploying out our customers. Most of these customers are you know, mid-market and enterprise customers. But we've enabled uh, customers who are small businesses all the way up to enterprises to utilize IBM technology, but utilize it in a software-as-a-service model. And so we've, we've kind of optimized some of the IBM software and processes so that it makes it easier for customers and it makes it easier for us to, to work with it and enable you know, users to actually take advantage of the technology as well as still get an online backup capability without having to you know, break the bank or, uh, or, or know everything about Tivoli. Okay, so is, is that all just online backup with TSM or, is, or do you guys do any health check or on-site implementation and things like that? So we have solutions that are both strictly online and we mm -hmm. also have appliance-based solutions where we deploy uh, a complete solution. So we'll deploy hardware, software uh, on site at a customer's premise and we'll help them manage it and operate as a managed service. 
or we'll let the customer operate that system themselves. But then all that data gets replicated to our offsite data centers. Can you give me, I guess, a scenario of where you ran into an account that a customer was using TSM and had physical tape and you guys had an opportunity to kind of go in and do a an assessment and also take on new business and kind of bring them to your own online services? Sure. Yeah, I know we've had a, a number of customers come to us recently around our uh, i-series, you know, AS400 solutions as well uh, in this area, where they're really trying to get off of using tape for their uh, for their i-series or p-series platforms, as well as for other systems. And so we've enabled a number of customers to move away from, you know, physical backup with tape on those platforms to a purely online solution. And we have a, a, a prop- proprietary solution for backing up uh, i-series and AS400 solution uh, product and those, those systems. And so we have an appliance that goes on site. We have all the data backed up there. We have it replicated off-site for disaster recovery. And in combination with that solution, we also offer a warm site and disaster recovery failover for, for that system. Okay. And they've then used our virtualization backup solutions in combination with our IBM or, or AS400 solutions to give them complete coverage of their entire enterprise environment. Okay, nice. So you, you have an appliance. So do you see that appliance? Uh, you send it locally to that customer site, and then you actually seed the, seed the data and then maybe ship it back? Is that how that works? Um, the appliance is really, uh, you know, it's a standard server that we put on site, um, and that acts as a local repository for the customer to have a local recovery option. So the data moves from their primary system onto that appliance, onto that server, uh, in their own environment, so they can recover locally at land speed, should mm-hmm. they have a, a need for that. And then that appliance then replicates the data off-site to our data centers. Um, we don't typically require seeding because it's very efficient in terms of the initial backup, but that mm-hmm. can be an option for customers that want it, and um, you know we have enabled that at times. Oh, okay, great. Let's kind of jump into compliance here. I see electronic archiving and, I guess, just compliance from a compliance perspective. Can you kind of tell us about your electronic archiving solutions that you have today? Sure. We typically implement uh, archiving in combination with a backup solution. So many of our customers, what they'll have is a situation where they want to have, uh, you know, a backup cycle of, let's say, 30 or 35 days. Uh, but at the end of every month, they want to make sure they've got a snapshot of what that looked like. So we'll implement data archiving to take a snapshot of that system and that backup data at the end of every month or at different periodic times, like the end of every quarter or annually as well. And then we can retain that snapshot for as long as the customer wants. So we have customers on, for example, seven-year monthly retention. We have customers on you know, 12 months and then rotating uh, archives. We've got a variety of different policies that we can implement for customers and let them retain their data for a very long period of time. And that's been very useful for customers that have compliance requirements. You, know, you asked about compliance. Many customers have requirements, for example, to retain uh, you know, their data for years uh, or their backups for, you know, for years on end to ensure compliance. And so we enable that. One of the other things that we do for compliance, and we've got customers, for example, who have SEC, uh, Securities and Exchange Commission requirements, around uh, worm capability, so write right. once, read many. Mm-hmm. And so we enable worm archiving as well. So for customers who have to archive but also have to prove that they have 
you know, those, those archives cannot be overwritten uh, and will remain in that static state, we enable worm archiving as well. So for compliance, you know, archiving and worm archiving are definitely, uh, you know, big positives. And then the unlimited retention cycles we can enable, uh, you know, even for drug companies that want to keep data for 30 years, uh, you know, because of drug trials, for example, we can enable that for them and keep that data long term. Wow. So you, you mentioned Worm, and that, that, that really took me back to the days that I, were working, I was working at Bank One. And we had these optical platters that were Worm, you know, write once, read many. And they were a part of the compliance SEC, I think it was 17-A, something, something like that. Um, but writing to optical media... It was a really interesting technology. Do, do you still see the physical optical platters, or is there some digital type of um, worm media that's out there now? Well, we use a combination of uh, media. Typically, we're writing on uh, now using, when we do worm and we put it away for long-term archive, we, we use worm uh, media, worm tape, um, for physical retention of that. But we'll do that in combination with our disk-based backup technology. So we also have everything's disk-based for backup, but we can enable long-term archives onto physical media. So that, that is something that we've combined together, and, and so that's typically how we'll do it. understand. And I see Veeam DR. Can you give us information about Veeam DR and how that works? Sure, absolutely. Yeah, no, we've been really excited with the Veeam product. We've uh, had a lot of good success with it around the virtualization platforms. Uh, we've seen a number of customers uh, you know, moving their physical hardware to virtualization, whether that's with VMware or Hyper-V are sort of the two primary platforms we see. Um, and we've used Veeam to protect those, those platforms. We've implemented Veeam in a special way. What we've done is, again, with our appliances, we, we've implemented Veeam on an in an appliance model where we deliver Veeam software, we deliver the hardware, and we deliver the managed service around that to the customer at their, on their premises. Uh, and so that way we can have local backups and local recoverability for the Veeam system, from Veeam for their uh, Hyper-V or VMware environments. And then we use the appliance to replicate off-site to our data centers. And we are now running uh, Veeam's Cloud Connect product that is, uh, enables you know, many different customers to connect with us, to backup remotely, and to protect that information off-site. And that could be for customers that have Veeam implemented on their own, or it could be people that uh, customers that we have implemented Veeam for in a fully managed model. Okay, nice. So I, I see the theme often that backup is broken, right? I know EMC did a big piece and component of backup being broken. And also looking on your website, I see a blog article or news article about backup being broken. So can you tell us, from a storage pipe perspective, how would you fix backup? Mm. It's interesting. The, the, the components of backup, I mean, there are a number of different elements of it. And the, and the challenge is you've got very fast-growing information. You've got um, a variety of platforms that are out there. And, you know, when we talk to customers about their backup needs and, you know, how we're going to, you know, implement a solution for them, it really comes down to, matching the right technology and expertise to the need. Uh, you know, right. we don't try to shoehorn, you know, a customer into one, you know, one only, you know, a, a single platform or a single solution for everything. We, we have a number of customers that have mixed environments, as I kind of alluded to earlier, with different kinds of technology. So we try to make sure that we're matching the right solution to the right problem. 
Uh, and that's one of the big ways you can, you know, get around this, this the idea of backup being broken. Because I think too many companies try to, you know, implement a backup solution and try to use something that's not, not to say for that purpose or, or for that kind of system. I do think that, um, you know, we've seen, you know, with the virtualization growth that, uh, you know, a number of the backup technologies have, have improved in these areas, uh, as, as we touched on with Veeam, for example, in being right. able to tackle uh, the challenges of virtualization, because that's certainly one of the things that's very challenging about backing up today is that you've got, you know, proliferation of virtual machines and being able to uh, back up a number of them and being able to take advantage of things like deduplication as part of that. And, for example, on our appliances, we can deduplicate and save uh, space and save capability for that. So you're not ending up in a situation where the growth in data, the growth of the number of virtual machines is impacting as much on the amount of data that you actually have to uh, you know, protect and, and send off-site. So we've seen a couple different options for how to improve the, the backup scenarios mm-hmm. and ones where you know, we've been able to you know, get over the hurdles of, of backup being broken for many companies. Okay, and I'm, I'm really curious about your, your backup appliances because just recently I was reading some information about PBBA, right? You've heard that acronym, right? PBBA? Yeah, purpose-built backup appliances, and that's kind of the new um, term that's being coined, uh, particularly by Gartner and the Magic Quadrant. So uh, all of the different types of backup appliances, the EMC data domains and just all of the other appliances, even there's a new startup company also called Actifio that's out there, mm-hmm. and they've uh, coined a term called copy data management. Um, so what different types of models of your appliances do you have, I guess, from a sizing and capacity perspective, and how many different types of models do you have based on the workload, customer's workload? Yeah, I know it's interesting you ask about it because we call them appliances, uh, but really when it comes down to what we do, it's a little bit different. Um, I'm not a particularly the big believer in the uh, in the purpose-built appliances in the, in the sense that, um, you know, where they're – Many of them are, 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 you know, they drop in and you don't really know what's on them. You don't really have a good sense of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we've done with our model is we actually implement them as appliances, but they're, they're standard Windows servers. Okay. And the reason we've done that is because we find that with customers, they're more comfortable that when we send them a server, it's a standard, you know, Windows server, it fits into their domain cleanly, and they understand what's on it. They can implement their, their own standard policies, their internal policies on that machine, and they're not left wondering, you know, okay, is this a Linux, you know, black box that I don't really know what's running on it, you know, right. and I don't have much control of it. With our appliance, you know, model, um, it, it really fits into well with their existing, you know, most companies have a Windows environment of some sort, and so it fits and ties in with their existing domain and their existing structure. The Where we add the value to that is we've added the, we add the solution overall. So we bring the software, we bring the monitoring, uh, and we bring the, the, the correct physical footprint, you know, the right amount of storage and the right amount of, uh, you know, network and everything attached in that appliance. So it's built for that customer's need uh, up front, but it fits in well as well. Like it fits into your existing, for example, your existing security antivirus policies can be applied against that server uh, and setting up, you know, permissions, et cetera, can be applied directly onto that server, just like any other in the customer's environment. So that gives us, I think, a leg up in terms of, just comfort from the customer's perspective when we put, uh, you know, one of our server appliances into their environment. That, that's how we've approached it. 
Okay. Certainly, other companies have you know you know purpose built their own uh, appliances on different a variety of platforms. Um, and uh, you know we haven't gone in for the sort of black box approach. We've sort of want to pull back the cover a bit and, and show customers what's in there and just make them feel comfortable uh, that they're not going to have you know a uh, you know a problem where they have a bunch of these different appliances and they, and we have seen customers that have bought these th- kinds of things and then they end up with several different companies with several different appliances in their environment and then they're not sure really you know what's what's working with what and so right. it, it we found that it's. Um, it's more comfortable. It's it's better peace of mind for the customer to know what's running in their environment and know how it's being managed. Okay, so from a mission critical data perspective, like Microsoft Exchange or SQL Server and Oracle data, does your appliances also capture that data and you can recover, I guess per se, hot? Yeah, absolutely. So we when we implement our solutions, and you'll have seen on our website, you mentioned our Veeam DR solution, and we also have our Fastback DR solution. Okay. Fastback is based on IBM Tivoli technology, and Veeam is based on, on Veeam technology, the Veeam DR. Both of those solutions utilize a, a similar approach, where we'll implement uh, a Windows server with the, the software on the system and our monitoring and management uh, software on there so that we can manage all the policies and manage the servers. And then it'll also enable uh, the, the customer to manage, you know, their own backups if they want to through that appliance. The software enables us to change policies for multiple servers through the centralized location, through the centralized UI. And then we can also do things like recoveries. So, you know, with Fastback DR, as an example, you can do full bare metal recovery of both physical and virtual machines. So you can recover, you can uh, get all of your data back, whether it's file data or whether it's full, you know, full operating system down to the bare metal. Similarly, on VeeamDR, you can recover an entire virtual machine. You can recover your, you know, your right down to the layer of the files or the application layer. So whether it's a database, uh, whether it's a, an exchange server, you can recover the entire, uh, both the servers and the applications. And even more granularly down to things like exchange, recover at, with both solutions, the mailbox level or the individual item level where you want to cover, you know, an individual email or an individual contact, for example, as part of Microsoft Exchange. You can do that through both of those solutions locally off the appliance. Or if for some reason, you know, the whole environment is, has a disaster, all that data is replicated off site. So we can, we can recover those entire systems from our remote DR sites as well. Okay, awesome. So you you also are you able to capture data from smartphones and tablets as well? We do. We have a solution. Uh, this is one of our solutions that's around our 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 storage pipe online backup, our own software, where we have applications for both iOS and Android. Uh, so we can both back up those platforms, uh, backup data off of those systems, and also but also enable those systems to browse. Uh, information that has been synchronized with our cloud storage. So you can get access to you know, data you've synchronized from your PC. You can access that through your mobile phone as well or through your tablet uh, wow. using our software or using any web or using any website as well. So you can use, you know, it's obviously got, it's got web capability and you know, a self-service web portal. So you can access the data through that web portal as well. So in your opinion, where do you see the uh, data protection backup and recovery market heading? You know, we have cloud out there and everything is being virtualized with VMware and hypervisor, et cetera, smartphones, tablets, BYOD, 
things are just changing very, very rapidly. What's kind of your um, crystal ball prediction? Mm. <laughs> if I had a crystal ball, well, well, wouldn't, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> But yes, um, I do see trends. I mean, there are definitely trends that are going to continue. Uh, certainly, the virtualization trend is going to continue. We see, you know, most customers are moving to virtualization from physical. It just makes too much sense, uh, you know, not to uh, to go that route to to, to not go that to, to go that way. So, but we do have customers that are still using physical hardware for you know certain mission critical systems, certain uh, performance related applications. And so we, we have a, a hybrid still going on, and I think that's going to remain for a little while. Uh, so having solutions and having providers that, you know, can support both physical and virtual environments is important. Um, and, and as well, we're, we're certainly not seeing, you know, specialized platforms like the iSeries go away either. Those are, those are growing, um, and still people are still using those for, for specialized applications. So um, what we've seen with our applications is the need to continue to, you know, expand the, the number of platforms that we support, and uh, the kinds of systems that we support. When it comes to the trend, I think we're definitely seeing more needs for business continuity. We're living in a world of, you know, where, you know, you know a backup is good, and we still have lots of customers where, you know, you know a nightly backup is okay. But we're seeing more and more customers moving to shorter uh, recovery time objectives right. where they will want to be able to recover, you know, their system or their data in, in a shorter order. Uh, and we're definitely seeing customers, you know, call us and, and be in touch with us a lot around business continuity. Uh, you know, more more companies are going online. More, you know, the customer data and their systems are more and more critical to most businesses. So we're definitely seeing the need to, you know, enable business continuity and disaster recovery as a service as part of, you know, what we're what we're doing. And so we definitely see that growing as well, and more companies taking advantage of our services in those areas. Um, you know, as we go, as we go forward. And if I were, you know, predicting, you know, you know, further down the road, I think, you know, we're going to continue to see, you know, you know, massive data growth. And so there'll be, there'll have to be new technologies that will take that into consideration down the road. And we're certainly, you know, um, you know, doing our own part in, in, on the R and D side of, you know, optimizing backup solutions, optimizing cloud storage, figuring out ways of, you know, improving the experience for customers and the customers, you know, the, the general user experience that we that we put out because, you know, customer data is growing and there is greater complexity, uh, being gen you know, amongst the data that's being generated. So we'll definitely see more, uh, more and interesting, I think, technology developments in those areas as we go forward. Absolutely. So we are just about out of time here, Stephen. I want to... Thank you so much for taking the time out to explain the storage pipe, um, online data backup and data protection recovery solutions. Uh, sounds like you guys are headed in the right direction. I wish you uh, much success in the future. And uh, we'll have to make sure we kind of reschedule for another conversation later on down the road. I'd like that very much. Thanks very much for having me on your uh, your show and uh, look forward to, to doing it again some other time and giving you an update on on our growth and how we've been doing and uh, you know, the, and the data protection market. It's, it's an exciting space. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye, you too. I want to thank you for listening. I welcome your feedback on iTunes and ask that you provide a rating and share with your peers. Please follow me on Twitter at DMalbro and connect with me on LinkedIn. 
Together, we will be able to add to the innovation of storing data more efficiently and smarter. Have a great week.